Oh, hello. I did see you there. I have a camera in your home, and so I saw you there. So normally people start when they say, oh, hello, I didn't see you there, but I did see you there. Hi, and welcome to Nick Flanagan Weekly. I am Nick Weekly getting through this uh, period of quarantine. These are the quarantine episodes. I am not properly quarantined. I'm, I don't know what the term is. I'm just staying in, trying not to contract nor spread germs that will hurt me. And uh, who else knows? But I'm doing good. I just had some butternut squash soup. Yesterday I had a Lipton cup of soup. Um, perhaps this will become a food diary podcast soon, but today it's not. Today, this episode of Nick Flanagan Weekly is a, is a chat I had with Bryn Potty. A very funny, somewhat unclassifiable comedian in that, as he talks about in the interviews, I'm tiny little bit of stand-up, but he does a lot of sketch, and uh, he mostly performs as part of a duo with the hilarious Hannah Eunice uh, called Definition of Knowledge, which is like a slam poetry, ridiculous thing, and it's very funny. And you can hear their album, Gentrify This. If you check the episode info, you will find a link to Gentrify This. And he's Brintendo on Twitter. So that's Bryn. I talked to him. He's in Lunenburg, Nova Scotia right now, shacking up with his folks till all of this dies down. And uh, thanks again to Andy for producing this. That's Andy Lloyd. If you want to ask him about producing stuff, I'm sure he'd be happy to. Weeklypodcast at gmail.com. W-E-A-K-L-Y podcast at gmail.com. If you write that, you can uh, ask anything of Andy and you can ask anything of me. So if you have guests you'd like to see or uh, topics you'd like to have covered, Anything like that, um, you can write me there. And will I write back quickly? Hopefully. But uh, sometimes I just uh, watch butterflies and uh, the day whiles away. I think I'm going to have to bail on Oz at this point, by the way. We've been rewatching Oz. By about season four and a half, it gets pretty fantastical, even by its own standards. But man, season two, three, and the first eight episodes of season four are just uh, ridiculous and primo stuff. So check that out if you're bored at home. But don't turn off the podcast and watch Oz. Listen to the podcast first. Speaking of, here is my chat with Bryn Potty. Okay. It's recording on there too. So this, this sounds great. All right, great. I'm so excited. It's going to be the best. I think so. Yeah. Hello. Bryn Potty, you are, uh, we are having a remote conversation on my podcast, Nick Flanagan Weekly. I'm only saying that because I don't want to find out that you've got the audio and then you release it as your podcast, you know? Oh, that would be, that'd be terrible. Anything possible. Also, it's really good to let people know right now that we're doing it remotely because people are like, very suspicious of everyone. They think that everyone <laughs> else is out there going to parties while they're at home. So well, especially we're not, guys, we're not. Especially famed shit posters like yourself. <laughs> oh, I don't know I, even if you are that, but I don't know. I, I like the um the Facebook group for my town. People have been posting that they're 
calling the police on people who they um, think have been to the U.S. and are not isolating <laughs> properly. So where and are you exactly I, right now? I'm in Lunenburg, Nova Scotia, which is yeah, about down. an hour and a half south of Halifax. There's a song. I don't remember how the rest of it goes. It kind of sounds like God rest you merry gentlemen. And it goes in the town of Lunenburg down Nova Scotia way. Oh, that's the song about the blue nose. And yes, that's the, the blue nose like, song. Uh, Blue nose, the ocean knows her name. Uh, sailors know how proud a ship was she. Remember when we had sailors? That's that's all anyone here ever talks about. So yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I I go on Quora all the time. You know that website? Yeah, it's like the website for those who don't know where you got to uh, you ask a question and then a group of individuals uh, respond and who then they upvote a la reddit the best mm -hmm. response and the best response generally sounds like fan fiction you know when, when you read it like i read something today where it was like do you think sailors were why do you think sailors were mad about tom cruise's behavior for top gun mission burma or whatever the new top gun is and um this guy wrote well let me tell you something uh sailors we love to complain. Uh, Sail complaining and sailors is like water and fish. You know, it's and true. They 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 have a lot of complaint. Like, it's a hard life out there on the sea. I can imagine. Uh, uh, it's not something that I can relate. Not something that I've ever really done. But uh, people I know certainly. But would you? I say know. I mean, went to high school with and yeah. not kept in contact with at all. But, but at what age were you taught to raise a mast? Uh, three or four. <laughs> I always get emails from Quora, but I'm never on there. And the questions asked are always like very politically charged, like very leading. Right. Why They're do you think Ben Shapiro is so, what, why is, do you think Ben Shapiro is the smartest man in history? Yeah. No. Or like, um, why does everyone believe that Barack Obama was born in Hawaii when he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> right, yes. Uh, do you think, why Why do people say Trump is orange when he's clearly a piece of poo? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know about that. Um, so <laughs> are there any actually, questions asked by, answered by experts on that side? Before we get into who you are, I wanted to ask you 10 questions. Okay. Okay. Um, they're uh, inspired. No, they're inspired by. We can do that later. Yes, <laughs> we. Uh, th this is a series of questions inspired by French interviewer Bernard Pivot. Okay. All right. But made famous by a different man. Is this by James Lipton? I don't want to divulge that. What is All your right. favorite word? Lipton. <laughs> what is your least favorite word? James. What turns you on? Not much right during this epidemic, to be honest. Nobody's horny. I've been, uh, I was talking to um, Mike Bellazzo and he said that everyone's horny right now. And I, yeah, I don't believe him. I think that Mike is just, um, what's the word? He, a horny, a horny guy? No, I, did he say he was horny? 
We didn't get into that. Because I feel like it's one of those situations where he's like, everyone else is horny. <laughs> if you haven't met my good friend, comedian Mike Palazzo, my former roommate, who so far has refused to appear on the podcast. Oh, wow. I don't know. But I've been on his. So what's the difference? Just just yeah, I give him a couple a couple more days into this pandemic, and I bet he'll crack. His co-host, James Hartnett of the Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess has uh, been on the podcast. And he hasn't. Okay. Okay. Maybe he's too horny. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, I definitely think people, I feel like people who are stuck alone are like probably horny, but it's like a, it, because it's sort of the uh, scientific combination of a lot of factors that creates this desperate horniness that they've got. That they're like alone and scared alone scared they want to be held um mm. they want validation uh the uh, ps they can't afford a ps2 even oh shit yeah or a PS. <laughs> that's rough yeah these are people who don't have a hundred dollars to their name what do you got but your crotch at that point <sighs> I got, I guess you're probably right. I'm, I'm stuck. Uh, uh, like I said, I'm in Lunenburg, Nova Scotia, although I'm a Toronto resident. Mm-hmm. So I'm at my parents' home. So I've really been making an effort to keep that tamped down. And maybe if I was just in my own apartment, I would just be right. Fly a bit more. Yeah. Let your freak flag fly. Put up a, a stranger's welcome sign. <laughs> on your uh, so, what is your favorite curse word? Fuck. Nice. Yeah. Uh, what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? I'd like to be um, like an academic, maybe. Ooh, any particular field of study? Like a like a history professor, like a, a Shelby Foot or a. Um, one of the guys who would talk in like a Ken Burns documentary about whatever he's talking about and just give very dry, <laughs> like this happened at that point. And I like to think that that guy was thinking about whatever. What about, would you model yourself on David Irving, the British historian who uh, said there was no way that the gas chambers could have actually been used to exterminate Jews? Yeah. <laughs> Because I, yeah, I, think, I wouldn't academic, agree with you. By academic, I meant hol- professional Holocaust. <laughs> and I didn't want to say it outright. So you've, your interviewing style is really, it's gotten, it's gotten the secrets out of me. Yeah, well, I like to call myself Mark Moron. Ooh. Instead of Mark I'm, Morrison. Yes, I like to call myself Larry Gross. I like to call myself... Um, Pete Homeless. Oh, yes. that's good. I like to call myself uh, um, Jay. Larry Gross was Terry Gross. Okay, yes, I, yeah. that one took me a second. Sorry. <laughs> I want. I like to call myself Blue Jay Moore because I'm from Toronto. Oh, where that's the fun. Blue Jays. Are. Blue Jay Moore would be a good character. Well, it might be something I debut on my TikTok, which has yet to be <laughs> uh, uh, what it launched. But I've got uh, the name. I've got, okay. I, I nailed Blue the Jay name Moore. down. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? Blue Jay Moore is a, is Jay a good, Moore. that's a good, um, if you host the Skechersons, whenever they come back, you should, uh, you should pitch a lot of, a lot of Blue Jay Moore scenes. A Toronto institution since the uh, 
early to mid 2000s old buddies now there's still a couple questions here yeah please. before we get into any context for who you are no i none needed i don't think a no i like who, I, we got an aspiring guy aspiring, who lives in a guy who lives in a small town with his parents and is an aspiring holocaust denier i'll tell you Bryn. honestly before i get to the rest of these questions here's the thing yeah you know i'm glad you asked to chat because it's like you have that, we have that psychic thing where it's like, we haven't had to, got to have a proper conversation for God years at this point, yeah. probably. You know, no. like, and I, but I've run into you since coming back and it's always like, ah, hey, you know, but it's generally you're leaving a show and I'm coming to a show or something. Yeah, we're, we're not close enough that if we saw each other on the street, we would stop for more than a couple seconds. I think that you (laughs) underestimate my ability to take people's time that they don't want to use. Well, that's fair. And maybe, maybe I'm just, maybe I'm too gruff. Well, maybe you're just humble. True. (laughs) You, I, uh, really, I think our most interaction was actually when there was some Facebook group of gross pictures that I was in. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm an active poster on there. Yeah. What's that called again? Uh, it's called the Ian Gordon Stand-Up Community. Oh, Ian Gordon, a wonderful gentleman named yeah. after. So I'm going to have to, I don't know, I, I can't. I don't think I ever left that group. but It's not leave. as active as it used to be. I see. What profession would you not like to do? Um, I wouldn't like to work at the Holocaust Museum. Right, given your beliefs. <laughs> If heaven arrived, you, your belief is no museum should be public funded. Yeah, get these these museums out of here, especially now. We yeah. see what's essential and what's not. I think we can't go to museums, so why are they there? Let like let them lay fallow, in my opinion. Here's a good here's a good idea though. Every, lobby of every museum, make it a physically distanced shelter. Okay, sure. It's some people staying up on top of the big dinosaur skeleton. Oh, that'd be cool. And no one's going to talk. No one's going to get close to you up there. There's a place called the Science Center. I think they have a lot of dehydrated food. Oh, cool. (laughs) If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? You made it, baby. If God were a person, who would God be? Do you think Chuck Norris? Yeah, totally. Steven Seagal. If not Chuck Norris, yeah, it's either probably Chuck Norris, Steven Seagal, uh, Jackie Chan, maybe. Oh, that, I could actually that would I would be good. really He's like it guy. if he was yeah. God. Yeah. He's way better than those guys. Yeah. Do you. Uh, Fred Durst. <laughs> He has a sex tape, you know. Does he? Yeah. He's uh Really? It's one of those classic types of uh am- ampo as we in the <laughs> industry call it. Okay. It's kind of an amateurish video even though he's directed films it doesn't show in the sex tape. In fact, have have you seen his film that he directed? I'd like to. I haven't. It's, it's on Netflix. Uh, yeah. It is crazy. Uh-huh. Like, uh, it, it's, uh, I'll, I'll say this for him. It wasn't boring. Yes. And that's all I need. These are days. Um, what about, uh, um, did you, my friend, I haven't seen it yet. I guess Danzig made like a collection of hort, short horror films. And he said he no. couldn't believe it. Yeah. It's called like Vin Velzla or something. 
Not oh Venezuela. Venezuela. <clears throat> Venezuela by Danzig. Yeah, so I might have to throw that uh, in the blue in the PS4, which plays Blu-rays. Yeah, I don't have. The it's in in streams. In streams, I in talk streams. with you. Uh, isn't it, isn't this, why is Zoom such a better platform than all the other chat ones I've ever used? Like I don't know, it's just crystal clear. I can hear it's you. It's great. There's no lag. For uh, for um, for work, I've been using uh, Microsoft Teams, and it's you know what's whatever. what's what's your job. I, um, I'm a closed captioner for a lot of, uh, Canadian television content, but I can't, I can't get into it right now. My job Class. is very tenuous at the moment, so I can't yeah. violate any NDAs about what I. Classic Canadian entertainer job is closed captioning. Also something that can be done remotely unless of course. Yeah. Nobody's hiring now, which it might be possible. Knock, knock. I'm on uh, salary and, uh, <laughs> they're keeping, they're keeping it going. And actually, it's really busy right now because everybody who's got something in post-production is like, we got to get this out the door today. There, so. Our audience will dwindle. Yeah. If we don't put some, if we, by the time we put this out next year, there will be less people to watch what I'm making. Yeah. Especially for Canadian television because it <laughs> is for old people. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So, okay. You. Mm-hmm. When did you start everything? Is that one of the 10 questions? <laughs> no, this is no, my own. I start everything? Yeah, I've added this to Bernard Pivot and James. When did I start everything? Couple <laughs> did you start? <laughs> did you, uh, how would you, what would you describe your uh, role? Like, what do you like doing in the field of comedy acting? I'm, I'm really like just, now more than ever really just trying to figure that out you know it's amazing I, um <laughs> it's like how I never, long shit takes <clears throat> i've never really quite fit in on anything and now mm. that it's like all of these mediums that i never really liked that much are kind of going away i'm like well maybe it's time to write a book or something i don't know it's it's uh, it is interesting i i feel like there is something happening gradually with stand-up comedy that's changed it to sort of almost it's everywhere but it's almost a niche thing does that make sense you know? yeah yeah it like i never got into stand-up I, I did it for a little bit and didn't really enjoy doing it so i stopped i do think but i remember that period of time because i, I probably would have been like 17 or 18 years old so it was quite a while ago but how, what was that like in the early 2000s? Yeah, it would have been like early, mid-2000s. Yeah, I was, I was around the city. Were you in the city? <laughs> we were all around. Were you in Nova Scotia still? Or? No, I, I came here when I was, I came there when I was uh, 18, 17? 17. 17, yeah. And did you come because you wanted to be part of the Toronto Humber Comedy Program? Yeah, I did, yeah. It was it was an easy way to, con- like, to move to Toronto and, like, not be such a shithead about it yeah like you're not you're not you're not floundering for something to do you know yeah you you show up they tell you to go to class you're getting this allowance from government yeah exactly and and it was a lot easier to be like uh 
hey, I could be like, hey, mom and dad, I'm going to Toronto to be to like fulfill this dream and not like, fuck you guys. That was the sweetest <laughs> way you just said, hey, hey, mom and dad. Hey, mom. Well, I'm living with them. So I'm really trying to, <laughs> to get back to being a, a little sweet boy. Yeah. Um, are you living with them? Like, how did this wind up happening where you're in Lunenburg living with them? Has, is that something you did before this all happened? Or did you just say... It was part of it was part of the whole... Um, COVID? Part of the COVID thing was I had already... I won't say... Things weren't going great anyway in Toronto. Oh, it's um, so hard. It's and so I, hard. I was, I was coming here for like a vacation. I had already booked some time off to work from home and kind of take a vacation here. Mm-hmm. I wound up moving that up because of COVID. Um, mm-hmm. So I got out like the day before, a couple of days before it became, you're not allowed to leave your home. Oh, that probably is why so many people are ratting on you in town. <laughs> oh, there. Well, I know I've been keeping a very low profile. Of my course two- you have, you're responsible. Yeah. You're yeah. a responsible person. And plus my, my two weeks of having to not leave the house at all are up. Mm-hmm. Um Anyway, so yeah, I basically I came here. I was expecting to be here for a week or two, uh, mm. and then they closed the only road in Nova Scotia. And, why not? Uh, why did they close it? No, I said why not, but why did they do that? They closed it because of COVID. So there's no way in and out of the province, and That's my crazy. flight my flight's canceled uh, until June now. So <clears throat> I'm until here June. for. Yeah, Porter Airlines is shut down until June first, um, right? And there's no way in and out, uh, so I'm here for the long haul, I guess. Yeah, why not? You know, um, I mean, Fuck uh, it, right? I think at this point, you know, the less people you're around, and now that you're through that period, it's just better for everyone. You know? Yeah, I would say that uh, moving with my parents is something that I did to be a hero. And yeah, I should be same here. And that is way before COVID. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I'm still I'm still paying rent in the city and stuff. So, um, hmm. you know, I'll go I'll go right back. But uh, yeah, no, I'm here for till June. I'm here till probably June. And this is where you grew up, Lunenburg. Yeah, that's where I grew up. I've been here since I was a kid. I'm in my my childhood bedroom that became my little mm-hmm. brother's bedroom. So I don't recognize any of the decor. It's very well, strange. What is the last name Potty? If I I know it's not, you know, uh, kosher these days. To ask yeah, people. I don't know. It's from somewhere in Europe. I want to say France or something. Mm. Something Potty. like yeah, something that my grandpa was really into, but I never cared enough to ask about. Hmm. That's uh, something, and yet I did <laughs> care enough to ask about. So you know what. Uh, next time I'm allowed to go to his house, I'll, I'll ask him. Oh my God! I see two kids skateboarding outside. I saw some skaters earlier too. In the I'm in this area, Parkdale, passed by the school, the closed down abandoned school, and then there's this uh, these two guys, and they're like, you know, in their twenties, and they're skating. It's like grow up a little. I know, and it's like in one hand, I'm like really mad at them for endangering lives, but on the other hand, it's like if you were a skater teen right now the whole world would be your skate park and uh, it, would, yeah. it would be hard to, it would be hard to turn that down. I thought the exact same thing. Um, not even all about skaters, but just the idea that in an empty world, there must be these sort of guy Fox type people who just are 
you know, doing secret parties and, you, you know. Uh, yeah, there's probably some really cool, That I think that's why people are so mad. I think, obviously, we're saving lives by staying in, but, like, I think everyone suspects that there's really cool stuff going on that they're and that people are horny and then everyone all these horny there's probably some real horny like eyes wide eyes wide shut kind of parties going on it's true and we're all so mad that we're not allowed to go that if we see two people chatting in the grocery store we're gonna be like i fucking know what you're doing (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i i cannot handle we have to go to these places these liquor stores and these grocery stores and these drug stores and it's it's just it's terror-inducing at this point. Yeah. <clears throat> Have you been to Costco since this started? Uh, I'm not a millionaire. So that membership well, is a little out of my reach. I'm Owns. living with my parents. So nice. I, I've been recently. Got the rotisserie chicken. It's they're, they're not selling. They're only selling hot dogs as far as food is concerned now. Like they can't take home. People got to stay healthy. But um, it's crazy. There's like lineups around the parking lot to get in everyone's wearing yeah. masks they're giving out like we're only letting so many people in at a time i'm and hitting the same with every store it's costco's yeah. like every store now it's crazy. what are the essential essential services down uh, down nova scotia way uh i think it's pretty much the same like i don't know like i haven't gone anywhere except a grocery store uh, you know what yeah where <laughs> else is everyone going yeah. it's like there's you know i just have to buy crystals now is <laughs> it's so important and for me it would be like is a and c games still open i gotta I know, just I talk to the clerk about games i like but then not buy anything <laughs> and <laughs> at the very end be like it's my 40th birthday next week <laughs> i'll see you when i'm 40 is a and c games open I doubt it, you know. I know. It's probably an essential service because it helps the neurodiverse feel comfortable. Yeah. It's, you know, uh, but... it's um, we're getting all the people who play magic cards in one place. <laughs> yeah, they were spreading illness to each other anyway. <laughs> They're not going anywhere. Honestly, they should just rent it out like a hotel, like make it where they just put the cots physical distance and then everyone's playing magic cards just for the entire quarantine. That would be fun. Hell yeah, it would be fun. You can have fun. What are you doing for fun in the What am I doing for in fun? The pandemic days of uh I'm you know what? I'm you truly actually, were self-isolating, so in your self-isolation. I'm honestly I'm like I'm exercising more than in my entire life. Yeah, baby. Uh, I'm just um Health, health. Yeah, health. health watching shit on Crave and I got that do you have the Criterion channel? Canopy? Or the actual... No, the, the actual app. No. I'll give you my login app. No, I'll give you my login after this. Offline. Oh my God, that would be the best. Um, We've got so much like begged, borrowed, and stolen uh, streaming stuff going on right now. And Criterion sounds amazing. That's what yeah. I want. I haven't had... I haven't hit the too many logins yet, but... Um, I'll tell but you. Watching, watching weird shit on there. Yeah, there's... I, you know, I also noticed I use my mom's, uh, like cable password and the, uh, uh, for their, the cable internet web site. Okay. And, uh, I'm not going to name it, but it rhymes with, uh, plyb. So for my international viewers, you really don't know what this is, but my Canadians are like, I get it. And, uh, 
I saw Rashomon. Someone in my family recorded Rashomon. Oh, and nice. I'm gonna watch Akira Kurosawa's Rashomon pretty soon. I still haven't watched that one, but it's it's on the Criterion channel. It's on my list of things to watch on there. Yeah, that's the one where it's like all the different perspectives on um like yeah. a death that occurred. So it's a classic formula. I'm excited to see there's a lot of that kind of just watching that kind of shit. Uh I don't know. Um just hanging out in my room i've been watching oz oh yeah you watch oz when it was out no i never did it is a thoroughly violent uh baltimore sort of based uh prison uh soap opera basically it is exceedingly violent the cast Mm. is great um it is ludicrous and it feels like watching something about a prison in this time is i don't know Poetic. Cool. So there's a lyricism to it. What's it? But, is it? What's it streaming? Is it on Crave? I guess. Yes, it's an HBO show that's available nice. on the Crave thing. So if you're a, and uh, I would say if if you got a firm, an iron stomach, if you're not afraid, get a little stabby, then uh, cool. This is a show for you. It's really cheesy half the time, but then <laughs> the actors are really. It's complicated. Uh, I have a complicated relationship with. I, I saw that HBO is uh, is giving out like free access right now to help people stay home. Yeah, but do you think that's in Can? I feel like that's not in Canada. Probably. It's all tied up. Why with, bother? You know. Yeah. Yeah. Can, I think. Do you think Canadians are being good about this uh, social distancing? And you were saying everyone is uh, ratting on each other over there in Lunenburg. And, that and, said, I just saw some skaters though. Yeah, you know, but. And I did too, but people aren't out in, in droves where I am, you know, and I'm It's hard to say. I like, I, I don't know, man. Like I'm sure some people are being dicks. I think everyone's trying their best out there, but it's basically that it's like some people are going, it's like someone trying to quit smoking, except it's quitting going outside. Yeah. (laughs) Which is harder probably. Oh yeah. You know? So it's just uh, very weird. Like, this is the most backward situation where we're helping by not doing anything, you know, uh, uh, going anywhere. Uh, there is thing. We don't know what's happening with like a bunch of people who are also have to be doing this for this to even work. And yeah, also but- the numbers are all like two from two weeks ago basically and also and like where are they but like where are they even going the people who are out right now you know like they're not are they i guess going to well, house parties maybe but like you know i'm i'm staying near the the lake here and they're definitely going to that like everybody like you said is suddenly exercising more but i think some of them just want to go outside yeah mm-hmm. it's important it's important to go outside i don't know i like i i don't want to get too crotchety or conspiracy theory about it but like it's a virus that spreads from person to person through things that come out of your mouth like it's not like a tick that's like waiting in the grass so like if yeah you, if you go outside on your own and you don't talk to anybody and you don't run into anybody you're probably fine like who are you infecting and how are you getting infected if you're not around people i i don't think anyone is saying you know right now don't go outside for that kind of thing but i do think that will be the next step and uh it's just it's just a fucking it's just such a mess like everyone is mad 
uh, at pol- politicians right now for whatever they're doing, or they're glad at politicians. I'm so glad at politicians. Right I'm now. glad at politicians. All the time. <laughs> but I don't know what any of that, if it's more of a sort of, why didn't you do this to stop it? I don't know if right now is the best. That's the most useful way to use our time. I think it would be just pressuring them to be like, Hey, you know that right now the most vulnerable type of people with it, uh, like who can get it are just like forced to wander the streets or we don't have, how are we going to make ventilators, (laughs) you know? And yeah, there's, I, I think, I don't know. I've been drinking this entire time, so I'm. <laughs> yeah, same. I'm gonna get more honest uh, and more like less ironic as this goes on. But um, honestly, it just you're like... being way less ironic than I expected necessarily. <laughs> but so am I. This is the funny thing about like my my you know, for a long period of time I was doing stand up that I wouldn't call ironic, but it was very like, it wasn't like. You know, taking the piss, taking the piss out of things, being a little ridiculous and saying the opposite of what you mean or whatever, or what you believe. And, uh, but then I, you know, now I'm just, I just say, say what I want, when I want, how I want to say it, but uh, not on stage anymore. I've realized that I should go back to the whole dry thing. Yeah. But now podcast wise, authenticity is key. That's what they say. That's why Rogan works. (laughs) That is why Rogan works. It's authentic. You can say a lot of things about him, but you can't say he's not authentic. You can't say he doesn't hold the same opinion for a long period of time. <laughs> you can't say he's easily convinced by anyone sitting across from him who has a monocle or whatever. <laughs> what a fucking great life that guy has led. I know, man. This is the thing. These people, it's like they get successful so early and then they twist it around and then it's still successful and uh, it's different stuff. Half the time now, whereas someone like Howard Stern, that was his entire life was just directed towards being an incredible radio host. And you know what I'm going to say? That's why he's so good. Whereas Rogan, was news radio his first big thing? I, I think that was his first big thing, yeah. Wild. Yeah, and he was always, you know, the guy on news radio who you were kind of like, uh. Okay. Yeah, he's there. <laughs> like they wrote this character. I actually, when he's, I had, he's no, he's no Andy Dick, certainly. Yes, but weirdly, <laughs> I mean, Andy is uh, Andy. If now, you had to pick between, I think you know what, we've had a lot of fun talking about Joe Rogan. But if you had to pick between him and Andy Dick, I think you'd pick him nine times out of ten. Absolutely. No, I, uh, I, I think um, the whole Rogan thing is, it's all everything's very. Conf- I'm just so confused on what to hate, what to like now, because the stuff I like really annoys me, and the stuff I hate annoys me. But then I can like watch it and be like, "Ugh, I disagree with this person," you know. And but I, now uh, I think COVID. I was saying this like, it's blown up uh, all of the last few years uh, of. I still see people talking about like virtue signaling um, and it's just like, you can't use that, that word anymore. Yeah, who it doesn't cares? mean anything. SW oh, doesn't mean anything. Yeah. It's, it's Fucking. wild. I'm, I'm excited. I, I, I must say that's what I'm excited to do when this is over is to care about stupid bullshit again. Yeah. <laughs> to be very excited <laughs> to like, to be able to like, be like, Oh, this fucking actor from the nineties said that. 
Yeah. Fuck that guy. I mean, that's I still I'm mad about this on Twitter and stuff. You see, oh, you yeah? see like sides of that, but the other thing is, you know, that that's happening is these like the people interested in the Democratic primaries now are like still kind of talking about it, like it's gonna happen even. You Good know, luck, like, buddy. Like, Good luck. I, I think in a lot of ways, what Bernie Sanders did is like the most honorable thing where he's like, I'm just gonna talk about the coronavirus until I'm like forced out by this sham of a process. <laughs> like the biggest yeah. like the biggest sham process I've seen like probably in my life in this democratic convention thing. And that's not even saying I do. This, I'm, this I'm, one in 2020 is the biggest sham of a process, or the whole thing. The primary process. Uh, this the, year, more than other years, they're yeah, just. Yeah, I've never seen like, anything like it in my life because it was like that for Obama, but everyone got in line, you know, with him. That's not true at all. No, no, no. In the Democrats, they they uh, like once Hillary Clinton realized she wasn't going to win. Which was no, they she, are, no, she, that's not true. Sorry, him and Hillary Clinton had a months long battle that was way more brutal than anything that. But you it saw was, here. but it was also one one versus one. So for a long time, you know, yeah. So, so and she was vicious and brutal, and you know, um, did the did the same thing to win in twenty sixteen, basically you know, basically figured like she could just coast to victory and then she did. And, and, but this year I've never seen something like everybody, this huge amount of people lasting for a really long time in the race, you know, yeah. five, five months, six months, something. Well, and, it started super early. Yeah. And then, and then they, uh, they all f drop out at the same time and all endorse the same candidate. It just seemed like, and Hillary Clinton was coming out saying shit. All these people were, and then the the fucking app know. thing in Iowa was really weird at the first thing there. And yeah, but, but they, I mean, they changed the rules in Iowa because Bernie Sanders insisted that they change the rules. After oh yeah, time. no, they uh, like it's a it's a clusterfuck on like every level. I, I I'm not saying, I mean, I, I I'm not trying to say that like. Uh, 2004 was pretty bad which was the uh that was the john Kerry one and then howard dean had that weird thing and that, <laughs> like that's how he ended was he made a weird sound and then everyone decided he was done a lot of the time you could really tell who's gonna lose when they uh nominate they get the nominee like mitt romney you, you know gonna, yeah. no one's like picking mitt romney you know and then the john Kerry, unfortunately whether he's a good politician or not, it's not even important. He looks like a fancy man, you know. He he was he was bad. That was a bad time. Yeah, and then the other, and then Al, Al Gore. It was kind of like maybe, but you know, he came pretty close. Yeah, that one is weird because that's like he probably was gonna. What this is that's amazing. My, that's my analysis of Al Gore. He yeah. Came pretty close this is like a guy in halifax and a guy in toronto just talking about <laughs> democratic primaries things that, things that happened in the past <laughs> <laughs> anyway i just haven't seen i mean i've paid a lot of attention to it and i and there's been uh and there there might they might be right to be doing that but but now it's like joe biden 
the Democratic National Convention is in August and the election is in November. Yeah. So that's crazy. Because then someone gets the nomination and they have September, October to campaign. And Trump has been campaigning for the entire t- uh, time of his presidency. Uh, we'll see Plus what happens. Be a major state of emergency. By it's going to it's going to be it's going to be hard to like. I think this is this scrambles the election in a big way, but not necessarily in Trump's favor. Like no, no, not in, like not if in he, his favor. If, if a lot of people die, like I think Joe Biden would win. I think probably, except that you know you just talk about the conspiracy thing it's like is there going to be election an election and if they're if we're if they're in if they're still in the midst of this which they will be because this is going to take a while is uh like is it going to be mail-in ballots is it going to be you know uh is trump going to say we're good you know you can please leave your homes for this with the masks and the other conspiracy i have is that this whole thing where they've the cdc has advised everyone in the u.s to where a, a mask is like this weird um, economy the boost mask. they're trying to do. Not the mask, no. Not the mask's beautiful yellow suit. We've run yeah, out of yellow suits. Because if you, if you wear the mask, there's no <laughs> way you're going to be able to stay indoors the whole time. <laughs> Lloyds of London is running low on yellow <laughs> suits and matching Every, hats. Everybody's eyes are bugging out of their heads and they're singing these... Samba songs. Hyde Street has been drained. <laughs> I only know that there are good clothing makers in in in, in London. In London. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I don't know. What do you think? What what's your what side of the conspiracy do you, are you on? Do you think five G? People are saying five G is actually what caused the coronavirus. Oh really? I I heard someone say that doctor is part of the flu shot. Oh, it's vaccine it's, that the flu shot. Uh, made it come to life. I don't know, man. I'm not a big conspiracy. Like, yeah. I my life. But you in my life, I was. Politics. I do, but like, I spent a couple of years working in Toronto at the uh, Home Depot warehouse on Jane and Shepherd. Sure. And been there many times. Yeah, there's a lot going on in there, yeah. and the. the I heard so many conspiracy theories there that it put me off of it forever. Well, because they're the they, worst. They always boil down to, well, our hours are getting cut because the Illuminati's in charge and uh, there's nothing yeah. we could have done. And it's, just, it's, it's always just losers being like, my life is fucked because, uh, not because I fucked this, this, and this up, but because some other Jew, shadowy Jewish, people Jewish they, they brought that they brought the that up a lot yeah they yeah. brought that up a lot now, you know i i think that's such a funny thing about toronto and i'm sure the world i don't know but is that it's a very multicultural city but tolerating each other you know with suspicions and uh beliefs that are they base on anecdotal things they see cultures or people doing you know and then so everyone's kind of like has these sort of expectations of how people are going to be. And, uh, but they, but we just kind of let each other be near each other on the subway back in the old days. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was a very multicultural workplace, but also a very, like people were not shy about saying the types of people they didn't like to each other or the crimes or the crimes they had committed. Yeah. Very open about that. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'll never forget when I was in high school and uh, I was in like the weed park across the street and this guy showed up and he was like, yo, I just stabbed someone in the chest, yo. And I was like, oh, you tell people things like this? You're not supposed to. No. Keep that a secret. You got the telltale heart going on, you know, like just leave it with the floor. Is yeah. that the floor is making the noise? Is yeah, it starting to telltale heart? Not as extreme as that, but uh, when I was working at that warehouse, two things. One, every so often people would say like, how come they're asking for a criminal record check on like when you applied to work here? Mm-hmm. Like, ah, oh, they're only looking for theft. And then as soon as they said that, everyone would be like, oh, thank God, because I've only got, and then list the crimes that they had. Wow. Do you remember uh, any of the crimes? Usually assault. Um, uh, selling meth was a big one. Uh, and then this one guy was talking about uh, dog fighting. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I don't believe in it. Only on my birthday. Wow. <laughs> when, he, when he attended organized dog fight in the city of Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever been to a dog fight? I've never been. I was invited to one, but oh I uh, politely declined. <laughs> so to me, so anyway, so you, you don't classify what you do, but, but uh, you started, so you showed up for the Humber Comedy College in, in, in Toronto. The, the, this program that I, uh, when you would have shown up or when I was first starting, I didn't do that. And I feel like there was a lot of like smack talk about even the idea of a comedy program, but it's actually been very fruitful. A lot of really funny people have come out of it. Yeah. I mean, like, smack deserves to be talked about it for sure. For sure. But it's like, it's, um, I don't think that I learned a lot of good stuff or got a lot of, like, useful things out of it other than, like, all of my friends as an adult are from there. Right. So it was a bad thing. It was, I mean, uh, yeah. Because now we're not allowed to have friends anymore. So really, <laughs> yeah. pretty soon Skype will and Zoom. It's like, oh, it turns out germs can be transmitted through webcams. It's not essential. <laughs> yeah. How are they making porn now? I don't know. I saw that uh, Pornhub um, premium is free right now, though. Yeah. I looked into it. It's mainly just longer videos, which is like not really a problem that I had that needed to be solved in my opinion, but right to each their own. I'm an immature ejaculator. Yeah. Yeah. I make childish sounds. <laughs> well, you should record that. I'm sure people would love to hear it. <laughs> I got a Patreon. So oh, yeah? let's see what I can do there. You know? Yeah. What do you, how do you feel about self-promotion in the age of COVID? I mean, honestly fucking whatever dude like do what you want do what you're gonna do like um uh everyone's spending so much more time on the internet now so why Mm -hmm. not take advantage of that it's not like it's not like you and i have anything to add to this we don't have the information that you need no i go on the (laughs) website i go to is just the one that's like here are the cases today i'm checking it every minute practically but but really? and then yeah, and then AP News, like I've found the Associated Press one seems like it's at least has the uh, like it's not clickbait. 
you know, and, and then you go on the CNN website, it looks like the judge, the drudge report circa 2005, like one of these old freaking, or it looks like Nikki Swift.com or something. Ooh. One of these ones where it's like 10, 10 stars you may have forgotten had beards for a period of time. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah, they're I, really fun. I um Those lists. Crazy enough, I've been watching just local evening news. Oh, that sounds really fun. On TV um, has been my main source. And then even after about 10 minutes of that, I'm tired of it. Yeah. Like, I know I'm supposed to stay home. I know people are dying of this virus. Other than that, like, what do I need to know about this anymore? Like, I don't need to hear about it. Who's giving away free shit? That'd be great. That's all you need to know. Who's giving away free stuff? Pornhub, HBO. Yes. Um, uh, who else? Well, before who else, why don't we, I have a wish list of, of what people, what companies should be doing during this, this period of time. Let's hear it. Bring okay. it down. You, not to know you too hard, but when you list this, you should put some music under it. Like, um, okay. Yeah. Make no, a cool segment of it. Like Andy, uh, if you're listening, make it a segment things that need to happen in this difficult time yeah spotify free for everybody okay plus you get a free google home sent to you which they had a promotion where you got a free google home so just send it to everyone now ps4 everyone gets a ps4 do you have a ps4 yes okay I really did some... You've been talking a lot about PS4, and I'm wondering, <laughs> it sounded like you were just like jealous of people who had one. You a gamer, bro? You got anything over there? I got a Switch. That's killer. I love it. Yeah, I don't have a Sw- Nintendo Switch, but I've got a lot of systems. Most of them are at home, but uh, they're all old ones. So yeah, basically everyone gets a video game system of their choice. That's fair. And a bonus Game Boy. Well, that's what that's what the switch is really comes in handy because it's just like a an adult Big old game, boy. game boy. Yeah, truly. And uh, what else? Uh, okay, so we've got video games covered, Spotify is covered. You, everyone gets YouTube Premium because who cares? No, no. Why? What do you want? Well, no, that they for? just make that free anyway because it's just whatever. No. Name a piece of YouTube Premium content that you want. Actually watched the uh, G Funk documentary on YouTube Premium, and okay. it was not the greatest documentary I've ever seen. But it was a rare portrait into um, Warren G. All right, I stand corrected. And also, there's footage footage of like Nate Dog partying with his friends and then singing into a camera, which is pretty cool. Okay, you know what? Um, Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, we should all get. We should all get that just yeah. for the G Funk documentary. <laughs> that's like a solid six point five out of ten. Okay. Um, what else? A gold bullion, because we know soon gold will be the the thing, and I think we need to just give it to everybody so that when give the new everyone's... economy. Right. So instead of this like two thousand dollar a month COVID Bars benefit, they gold. should just a bar of gold should arrive at your doorstep. <laughs> yeah, and then it's like. Okay, this is a bit complicated, but every every day is Halloween. But I mean, they're going to cancel Halloween. No, hear me out. So you buy the candy, you put it in a bowl, mm-hmm. and you put the bowl two meters away from the front of your house. Okay. And everybody does that. <clears throat> and everybody that day, which is every day, I guess, is legally required to wear uh, gloves covered in hand sanitizer and, and you take the can and you take the candy 
I don't know if you could do it every day. And costumes. I mean, the costumes would be fun. Yeah. Going um, back to the bar of gold, that uh, reminded me of another very fun um, at work conspiracy theory when I uh-huh. was a, uh, a security guard in a condo um, in somebody's unit while a contractor was fixing the window. Mm-hmm. So they're like, this kid who's making minimum wage will make sure that this independent businessman doesn't steal anything. <laughs> but, anyway, but anyway, this guy was talking about, have you ever heard of a free man on the land? Uh, like, yeah, it's the libertarian thing. I'm yeah. guessing he yeah. was saying that like you can apply to become, or there's some, like you can declare yourself a free man on the land. And that means that you don't have to pay any taxes. And that if a cop pulls you over, you don't have to pay a speeding ticket. And in fact, he has to give you a bar of gold. <laughs> <laughs> is that true? There's like, no way it is. But did he, he was, tell you this? He was convinced that it was true. Oh yeah. This thing where people are like, well, you know, a lot of old laws haven't been eliminated. So you got to yeah. take advantage of it. Become a free man on the land, get some gold bullion and then go to your nearest credit union, <laughs> slide yeah. it in the safety deposit box and, Wink at the guard. Did you get winked at a lot when you were a security guard? That's kind no. of one of the sexier jobs, you know? A lot of the erotic fiction online is uh, about... Was it? No. It was certainly not sexy when I was doing it. No, I was... Uh... No, nope, just a poor person behind a desk <laughs> at a condo getting yelled at by people who owned condos. Yeah, some of the best people in the world own condos. Uh, so, you... Go to this comedy school. Yeah. You, co- you come out, you're trained in mime, you're trained in, in props, you're trained yeah. in Buffon, the clown. I absolutely was, yes. Were you trained as a clown? Yeah. I, 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 I could see that you might maybe would have fun with, with the clown thing. I didn't enjoy it. Oh. It's, it's like uh, it's, you have to like talk in gibberish and uh, do all this weird physical sh- I didn't care for it. But yes, no, it was, it was mandatory that you had to do clown. Were there a lot of exhibitionists at school? Yeah. I mean, everyone was pretty – yeah. Yeah, you saw people's dicks for sure. <laughs> yeah, what's up with that? Comedians are like probably the fastest dick showers in history. Well, thankfully that's coming to an end. Because of Louis. He ruined it for everyone. He has a new special. Have you watched it? At this point, he puts so many not. out, they're not special. Where, where, where is this airing? Is this like on... That's a good crack, question. Crackle or Tubi or something? <laughs> it's, pro- <laughs> it's on unauthorized.tv. Uh, Owen Benjamin and Vox Days. Uh, and I'll talk to you about Owen Benjamin. This might wind up being a very long podcast. Yeah, I was just trying to think, like, uh, how, how we still haven't gotten through the 10 questions, and this has got to be. No, it turned out it was just six questions. <laughs> okay. Six, seven questions. So right. no more questions. Okay. I added a question, if you'll recall. I don't really remember that well, but I'm pretty sure I did. It was, uh, when did you start everything? When did you start everything? <laughs> so um, you're in this school full of dick showing creeps. Yeah, and uh, you're learning about uh, delivery, and someone's telling you what makes stand up work. Uh, someone's telling you what makes sketch work, and yeah. you, I'm thinking, sketch was. I kind of gravitated towards sketch, thing. but like that's gonna be like 
I would say sketch was not doing so good as a format before COVID and, I, <laughs> and COVID might've been the, th- the, the final nail in the coffin for sketch. Yeah. As soon as it happened, UCB was like, peace. <laughs> We're out. Well, it's, it's a tough racket. I, I, I think Twitter really fucked up sketch too, because like you can tweet the premise of a sketch and that's going to be better than the actual sketch seeing the sketch nine times out of 10. Do you feel that way about Twitter in general and maybe even memes like fun meme, good memes? I think, I think they've kind of got it over like a sketch up, like um, some of the, some of it. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think it was easy for us to, uh, to pretend that memes were shitty and that like we could ignore them and uh, that we were doing something special that like these meme people couldn't do. But uh, no, I think, yeah. I mean, I would say, especially in the age of fucking coronavirus, memes are the most important, the most important form of entertainment mm, we have true. right now. In in uh, L.A., there were a lot of pe- comedians who were getting jobs at like Giphy and uh, different um, sort of meme or meme re- related jobs. So I, I definitely think they're interconnected most of the time. You know, like probably a comedian who would try hard enough could do something. On, especially on Twitter, you see it. But um, I saw that guy Drill, the legendary. Uh, he had a tweet that really la- made me laugh, and it was just Dunstan fucks in. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm a simple person that's, with that's simple enough. tastes. But uh, I also think I don't know if you experience this. It's like I've gone. I just started early enough, and I'm old enough that I'm. I feel like I was doing a lot of things that are sort of adjacent to the way people do things now, but have this feeling of being older and more confused and not in control of it. Whereas, oh yeah, like, like with my with especially with online stuff, you know, like. Well, yeah, because you could like, yeah, no, I definitely, I don't, I don't know. Conclusion that I've come to while being out here is. I never quite knew what I was doing with any of this. All the stuff that I liked that I was doing is so hard to explain that would never catch on. Well, like I, like my main thing that I've been doing as far as shows is concerned is like fake slam poetry. Yeah. It's definition of knowledge with Hannah and Eunice, uh, yeah. who is just amazing and uh, definition of knowledge. I really like it. I mean, I, I think it's yeah. great and you've been doing it for ages now for a long time, like 10 well, years not that long but like five or six years and we mainly do it because we just enjoy doing stuff together and this thing that people ask us to do right but you can't you can't explain it to anyone we have an album don't you we do have an album yeah what's that called it's called gentrify this it's on all the major platforms um i'd like to take a moment to talk to sirius xm for a moment or to my people listening to this please request to hear the Definition of Knowledge album. Please request to hear the Nick Flanagan albums. We get money from the plays on Sirius. So that is going to be the way that we can keep making memes for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird that I just break, broke out of the conversation to talk directly to the listener. Did that, did you feel? I didn't, I didn't care. No. (laughs) So, so what were you doing before definition of knowledge happened though? We were in a sketch troupe together called the boom and, of course. Yeah. I performed with the boom all the time. Yeah, yeah. For a fair amount of times. Yeah, I was kind of a latecomer to that. And Hannon and I did that as a sketch. And then when the sketch group broke up, 
Um, everyone kind of was doing their own thing. You know, most of people were doing stand up. A couple of them were doing raps that they've now scrubbed from the internet. <laughs> and uh, and uh, he and I were like, well, let's just do this thing that we used to do. And then uh, we, you know, the people really responded. People respond to it when they see it or hear it. But when you try to explain what it is to somebody, it sounds terrible. It's kind of a, a parody of uh, people who are doing a very, uh, well, it's, it's not even parody, but it's like the idea of two people doing a deaf poetry jam kind of uh, thing, but it's, uh, it's, it's, I don't want to say it's that they're dumb. But it's pretty much that they're dumb. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just like, it's just being dumb and making fun of being self-important, I guess. But yeah, uh, when did poetry become this thing? I mean, not. I'm glad because it has this like basis in African American, uh, like a a style of storytelling. I think that's different than rap, even. But I can't figure it out when I see it televised and people are like, "Wind, wind, where's the wind? Wind's over here. Wind's over yeah. there. Wind's going to the stair." You know, and it's it's so inherently silly. We've watched a lot of it, and yeah. it's like, it's, I don't know. If you're gonna be out there, anyone who's out there being like, I'm gonna really change the world with my poem. <laughs> it's like, come on. My man. father was a poet. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. Did he change the world? You rocked my world, baby. <laughs> I guess he, he brought you into the world. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, he was a really good poet, and I don't think uh, he was doing it because he uh, thought um, he was going to change the world at all. I thought, no. if anything, it was like he was just like, I love. He was really obsessed with with reading different poets, reading about even artists' process, so uh, visual artists. So I think he was just took it seriously. You know, like that yeah. would be how I would describe it. You know, like he took it seriously and it was also an outlet for him, I think, you know, to really just kind of crystallize his feelings. And I'm, I'm certainly not out here saying all poetry is dumb. Uh, like I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a teen bully. But that's none of my business. <laughs> but but um, yeah, but you know, if you've seen a lot, a lot of slam poetry just is people really trying to just really feeling like as a guy who's not done anything or experienced anything, I've got something to say. And that's yeah. where we're coming from is, is like, that's uh -huh. silly. I also think it's very performance driven, you know, it's like, yeah, it's like so much in life has become confidence has to be part of it. You know, the fact that you want to present it with like, pride in what you're doing it adds i think in the short term it adds to people paying attention but that doesn't always mean that it's worth a good goddamn no goddamn and it's it. it's made it hard for losers like me and maybe even like myself could be but yeah so i don't know you shouldn't i understand I, i've always felt very external of so many different things even when i've been a part of them you know like even if it's sort of in a sketch group it's like you go in a sketch group you're like i'm in a sketch group but then you're like but everybody hates me in the sketch group you know and uh i've had that uh thing in so many different situations and i i really think that's just uh not quite in our heads but it's in our heads and even if it's real it's like in the heads of the people who are feeling this way like they're probably feeling some level of that too and this is 
them trying to protect themselves. I, so it's, it's this weird game of uh, emotional volleyball, uh, bully volleyball. Yeah. Volley, volley, bully. Volley, bully, volleyball. Bully ball. Yeah. Bully ball. And catch the bully ball. Bully me, Bryn. I don't want to do that. How no, am I, I going to bully I'm, you? <laughs> living with my parents in Lunenburg. I'm not. I'm, I live with my mom. Oh. I live with my mom before I even uh, came to uh, the illness. <laughs> it's <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, I mean, it worked out for uh, for me, you know, because I just needed a huge recalibration. And it, I do just, I did remember that you and Hannon actually, we did uh, hang out in um, L.A. Yeah, the time that we went down there. Yeah, that was, we, went yeah. To, we went to, we were in Los Feliz together, yep. I believe. Yeah. Uh, and it was great seeing you guys. And you had a little adventure with Hollywood. Do you want to talk we about did that? have... Um, is there anything to say? There's it something was, to say. There is, but uh, I don't. Yeah, it's something that we could talk about off mic, maybe. It, okay, was, yeah. it was. It was good. Basically, um, there's stuff that I don't. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. But wow. it was. Uh, it was nothing too terrible. It was. It wasn't bad. It was just stuff that I don't want to um, talk about. Stuff that's like other people's business. Blow up their uh, spots. I don't want to blow up other people's spots on your podcast. Yeah. Um, but I'm not quite drunk enough yet. No, I'm not drinking yet. But we're at cocktail hour now, so very soon there will be a cocktail in my mouth. Well, I'm an hour ahead, so that's it. You're at cocktail hour, <laughs> 6 p.m. Cocktail hour, 7 p.m. If you're listening here. and you're sober, don't drink. But if no, you're listening and you're sober, but you do drink, drink. 6 p.m. We got nothing better to do. Yeah. Those rules are at the window. But then exercise, too. Bryn's doing it. But, like, also, all rules are out the window. Live your yeah. fucking life the way you want to now. That's right. Pepe, get a, t- get a Pepe tattoo. <laughs> you have to give it to yourself, though. Um, but did you uh, take from that experience going to Los Angeles? Were you like, I'd love to be there? I could see you in a way like driving there. Yeah, because of um, a lot of people who feel like they don't fit in, kind of, that's where a lot of things that are performance driven almost more than their, uh, I don't know. I can't really explain it, but it's like, if you're a weirdo, there is space for you. You know, I definitely felt that I liked it. A lot of people hate it, but I, I did think it was neat. Yeah. I love it. I don't know, but it took years for me to kind of sort it out. And, and then being there was very, uh, it was great, but it was just like, Basically, I've been living the COVID-style life for years now, you know, just not leaving the house, not having anything uh, work as sporadic. Yeah. A lot of the time it's in the industry, but not all the time. Cool, you know man. Hey. Well, because I, I switched to kids writing, you know. Oh, I'm, let's talk off mic about that too. Yeah. Well, there's probably <laughs> short I haven't worked lately in kids writing, but Sam, I've done. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. What were you writing on? Uh, Cloudy with the chance of meatballs. Right, that's so cool. Um, it was made into a series, and that yep. was with uh, was that with um, Mark Evastaff? Evastaff. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah very uh, smart 
crazy, cool-minded guy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like that guy. Uh, but but yeah, so so you know, it was it, 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 it's weird. Like I just uh, the whole trajectory of being in Los Angeles, and like if I'd made it work uh, more, where I had the money to s- renew my visa and stay. Um, I wouldn't have addressed a lot of important things that uh, were in my life at the time and uh, that are still basically being addressed and not being totally solved, but I'm better at it with it. And then also I'd be like alone in a house during the pandemic with like no healthcare, you know? Oh yeah. No, take, Hey man, we're in a great time to uh, address the things that needed to be addressed before. Cause what else are you going to do? But are they going to be, I mean, do you think they will be, you know, this is cause we're seeing the scramble. That's why I thought this about the, uh, the mask thing, because it's a means like Trump's whole um, move during this has been to like, talk about how good private business has been, you know, without the private sector, we wouldn't have solved this crisis. And Oh, oh, I, I mean, okay. To be fair, stuff that the world needs to address won't be addressed. <laughs> but stuff that's going on in your own life internally, now's a good time to address yes, it. Yes, that was, I saw the doctor <laughs> said, stay home, think about your life. Yeah, like, like the way that I've thought about it is like, I don't know, man, like, it's it. We've never really had very good control over what happens in our in our lives and in the world. Now we have even less. So yeah, like, just just embrace just just whatever you can do to make yourself happy. Do and other than that, who fucking cares at this point? What What do you think total narcissists are doing during this crisis? And please don't say podcasting. I was gonna say uh, they're releasing uh, releasing Imagine videos. Oh yeah. Well, I, you know, the imagine video is one of those things that everybody was uh, goofing on, but, uh, I watched it early. So I knew that it was worth goofing on. And most of the people I knew who didn't watch it just don't know about when it gets to Mark Ruffalo, (laughs) (laughs) which is like the pivotal moment of it. You know, although the Sia part of it is also very weird. It's, it's it's like I've not heard anything about any celebs in a long time. It's really oh, yeah. weird. It's yeah, weird. I actually went on Us Weekly, uh, the, the their website yesterday because I was like, "What is anyone writing about?" And it's like, not much. Most There's of it nothing. are listicles. Most of it are like ten celebrities who broke up in 2020, and it's like we're not even four months into 2020 yet. Who cares? Yeah, and and sports like what are you, uh, Barbara Walters? 2020. Uh, you got good eyesight i would say like sports too like there's all sports channels again because i'm at home where there's a cable package uh they're just playing happy gilmore and dodgeball and that's (laughs) it yeah and on twitter you're gonna see you'll see like snoop dog trending and then you'll click his name and it'll be like yeah one of the best rappers is snoop dog (laughs) (laughs) i was just talking about the things they liked from the past you know we're running out of, everyone's running out of shit to talk about. Yeah, because, I mean, like, this is a solo podcast half the time and I'm just starting it and I used to talk about what I did with my days and now if I told you what I did with my days, they'd be like, that's a lot of bathroom time. Yeah. That's a lot of time just going in and out of the bathroom, washing your hands, you know. S- seeing if anything is in the cupboard, realizing there's not. 
because you're in a close enclosed environment, do you feel the need to wash your hands? Nah, never been a big hand washed guy. And this is one thing that's really <laughs> not going to change it that much for me. Washing my hands like three times during the day is like a big improvement. So yeah, no, that's great. Um, here's, I'm going to give you a new routine for, uh, washing your hands. All right. Okay. Wake up in the morning, wash your hands. Okay. I thought this was going to be like a a Raffi, a Raffi, uh, actually wonder shows in the amazing show. Like however many years ago that was on has a great song that's called wash or a great segment where it's just a kid being like, first I do this, then I wash my hands, then I do this, then I wash my hands. And it's just this like very prescient. It's actually a very, I think Wonder Shows is like, and Vernon Chapman, who is also a South Park writer and the creator, co-creator of Wonder Shows. And I feel like their humor is like the secret foundation for like a lot of the way people joke around now, even including like memes and shit. But I don't know. I do this thing where I make empirical statements that nobody, it's just like, yeah. Oh, you think? I do this thing where people say stuff to me and I go, hmm. <laughs> oh, well then sounds like a buddy movie. <laughs> Maybe will be made pretty soon. What about, what if we do web therapy too? <laughs> web therapy Canada, just buy it from Lisa Kudrow and then you and me, I'm giving you therapy the whole time. I'd be down. Yeah. Uh, I'm up for anything. I guess I have a couple last questions. We probably should wrap it up. Yeah, we're hitting the hitting the hour mark, I think. Oh, we're, we're past the hour mark. Oh, shit. And it's fine. Fuck. This podcast can be any length. There's no rules. Whoa. Um, so let's say you were in charge of the 12 steps. What would you make the 12 steps be? For like For recovery? Lifestyle. Yeah. I don't know. I've gone to some of those groups. Oh. Uh, I've gone to Al-Anon a number of times. Um, oh, so you're in a period now where you're drinking. Oh, wait, no. Al-Anon's for Oh, for that's relatives. for, for, uh, for, for yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and I really only like the sharing aspect of it. And mm. the steps was just kind of like, I don't want to do these. Yeah, I, I actually... You it was know. a loved one that did it. Yeah. Um, oh, cool. <laughs> did you yeah, like, it? I, I, what, well, it was just like, I'm not like the idea that uh, I would have to do the steps is kind of like, this doesn't make sense. This isn't about. Yeah. I, I mean, I, but, I, but, but just, just try, try for 12. For me to like to, okay. Are these 12 steps to help someone overcome an addiction? Just any step. Because <laughs> that's something where it's like, hey, if, just name if, 12 if those ones steps. are working. Okay. 12 steps. Step one. Uh, um i don't know like what 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 are we trying to get to here go to space 12 12 steps steps to go to space okay step one uh capture a scientist good (laughs) step two uh indoctrinate them right uh, your way of thinking very yeah. good because the scientist will show up and he'll be like this is not logical that you've captured me and be like actually the government. When you think about it, I need to get to space. Yeah. Three, uh, raise money for whatever science stuff he needs and 
<laughs> to help contain him. <laughs> so go fund me. <laughs> start you want to find one that doesn't take that many fees. You yeah. Know? Okay. So step three, start to go fund me. Step four. I'd say up step three role. is research the best website. Okay. Step three is research a good website to get money. Yeah. Step four, come up with your stretch goals and prizes <laughs> if necessary. Right. <laughs> step, step five, launch the campaign. Yeah. Step five, Make a good video. Yes. <laughs> six. Step six. Upload. <laughs> add tags. <laughs> yeah. Step well, seven. So, step seven. Make a closed caption file because <laughs> most people are just going to be watching it on their phones. They're not going to hear it. Very good. So you're probably going to want an SRT or an SCC file made. Step I'll eight. Idiot play. check. Go over well, this, the page to make sure. Yep. yep. Step no typos. Dude, yeah. Do your final checks and everything. Nine. Launch the GoFundMe. Yeah. <laughs> Step ten. I don't know. You might. I guess it depends on how honest you're being with your GoFundMe about what you're using the money for. You're telling them I'm going to, to space. So you're going to space. I'm, but you say I'm friends with the scientist who is. Yeah, you don't. Say, you don't say what's going on with that. Okay. Yeah. So then ten. I mean, go to the bank, see what they say about, oh, yeah. about like, how am I going to be able to pay for these different rocket fuels and so on. Yeah. And get a get small get business line at the, you know, there's the normal line at the bank, but you're going straight to the small business line. Cause like, I mean, with the GoFundMe money that you got, that might open you up to being able to borrow even more. So I think step 10 is going to the bank. Step 11 is, <laughs> is pay the scientists. Line. No small business <laughs> line. Okay. And then step 12 is pay the scientists and the rest of it writes yourselves. You're in there. Well, there so you that's go. how you go to Bryn's 12 steps to go into space. So I would, you, you can put music under this too, Andy. I would just, yeah. No, I didn't know about uh, the, the addiction one's a bit of a sore spot for me. Hard for me to come up with a good way to get people to not be addicted to things. So you mean I picked something to be funny that is uh, what they call a sacred cow? Yeah, you know what? A loved one with an addiction, bit of a sacred cow. <laughs> <laughs> Step, 12. Step 12 is, it says sacred cow. It's a sacred cow, baby. Do you have any websites that you'd like to promote? Perhaps your own? I am in the process of designing my own. So maybe well, but we'll you're come. on your Brintendo, right? Yeah, Brintendo64 on Twitter, and then just check out the Definition of Knowledge album on, um, just look on Spotify, Definition Gentrify of Knowledge, this. Gentrify This. Is it only in digital form, or can people once they it's only It's this? only digital, yeah. Well, perfect, you knew what was going to happen. Uh, yeah, exactly. We, we would have a, I knew, I knew what was going to happen to physical media when COVID hit. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Bryn, thank you so much. I'm not going to end the meeting because I want to talk about this thing that you said we couldn't talk about on air. Great. So, any I'll, last words? I'll trust that you've stopped recording then. I haven't yet. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much. Thank you for, for having being me. on the podcast. That was a lot of fun. Thank it you. Really, I had a grand time, and I think people learned a lot about uh, – the democratic primaries <laughs> in over the last 20 years. A so, lot. A lot. Disgust. All right. Bye. Thank you. All right. Isn't Bryn great? Smart, funny, humble. He's got really big hair. You didn't see that because you're listening to the podcast. 
but I saw it because I did a Zoom. Maybe we'll throw it on my YouTubes, which is uh, youtube.com slash hilarification. Uh, yeah, you can follow the podcast at Nick Flanagan Weekly on, on uh, Instagram, Nick Flan Weekly on Twitter. I'm the Flans on Twitter. And, uh, you know, if you do have any uh, spare funds, feel free to, free to throw them my way. Um, but it's really unnecessary. You can go to my ko-fi.com slash Nick Flanagan Weekly. It's the easiest way. But honestly, uh, you know, money is crazy right now. So don't even worry about it. However, subscribing, rating, reviewing, and telling your friends about Nick Flanagan Weekly would just be a wonderful thing. And of course, if you want to check out Definition of Knowledge, look for their album Gentrify This on Apple Music, Spotify, all those good spots, and follow Bryn at Brintendo on Twitter. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon. Bye. Oh, man. Nick. Oh, God. Flanagan. Oh, God. Weekly. Oh, man. Nick. Flanagan. Weekly.